Welcome to another edition of Exploring Mind and Body. As always, I'm your host, Drew Tadia. All right, so on the last show, we interviewed Natalie P, and she's a life coach. She came from uh, DNALifeCoaching.com. As you'll find out, she's going to be one of our new sponsors, and she was fantastic. Her story is incredible about how she grew up in such a positive environment. So she can she's teaching people how to do that now, and I think that's such an advantage in life. Today, we have Debbie Kishniff. I hope I got that right, Debbie. <laughs> uh, well, she's talking about juicing, and she's certainly a juicing ex- expert, but we're going to talk about equipment and wheatgrass and ratios to juice and fruit. So it's fantastic. She's such a great person. And I'm, I'm so happy to have her on the air joining us today. And if you've been thinking about juicing or even if you're into it, this is definitely going to be something that's going to benefit you. So stay right there. We got all that coming up. Uh- this is Exploring Mind and Body. Naturally improve your lifestyle one show at a time with your host, Drew Tadia. All right, welcome to another episode of Exploring Mind and Body. You heard all about Debbie Kishinev in the intro. Debbie, thanks so much for joining us today. Thanks for having me. It's awesome. You're on the road right now, and you're actually drinking a juice right now. I am. <laughs> um, I've, I've got a green juice with a little bit of carrot in it. I'm in a semi-truck taking a trip with my husband on the way to Boston. All right, that's awesome. Thanks for, thanks for your time and joining us. I uh, know you're busy, and... And it sounds like you're still busy right now, moving on. So thank you for your time. No worries. Debbie, I want to give the listeners a chance to resonate with you and, and where you came from. And I think, in fact, a lot of people listening could uh, you know, resonate with your background and, and where you came from. Let's give them a chance to understand where, where you were at. Where I'm at, I am a 55, almost 56-year-old grandmother. I was having um, pretty significant health challenges. I, was, uh, I had high cholesterol high blood pressure, I was borderline diabetic, and uh, kind of ashamed to say I had a lifetime of poor eating choices and unhealthy habits. So I decided to change it up. I started taking nutrition classes, uh, and more specifically, raw nutrition classes. So I started changing what I eat, slowly but surely, rather than going on a diet. I started changing things one thing at a time and adding good stuff, and I'm pretty happy. I lost over 65 pounds. I'm eating mostly good stuff now. I still have the odd time I fall off the wagon, but uh, juicing and superfoods have been a huge part of that. You know, I think we all fall off the wagon once in a while. <laughs> so, Well, at least these days when I fall off the wagon, it's you know, pretty mild in comparison to how I used to eat. Can you give me something like what that would look like, if you don't mind? That's not too personal. Like, I always wonder what it's like to, um, you know, overindulge in a different way. Because everyone overindulges, I think, in their own way. But what was your, what did your diet look like before you made these lifestyle changes? Um, I ate a lot of processed foods, a lot of carbs, um, way too much sugar, and way too much salt. And... We, my husband and I both just became real avid label readers. Nice. And, um, you know, it, it, it's changed. You know, now, now when I cheat, I might have a tablespoon of sour cream on a baked potato. Before, when I would cheat, it would be maybe a bowl of ice cream and some cookies and... And that just doesn't happen anymore. I do want to jump into content here. And I want to give our listeners a chance to understand more about juicing. 
Uh, you know, one of the first, we have a lot of t- topics to cover here. Equipment's one of them I want to go over, and we have fruit to veggie ratio. I think these are all valuable topics you, you sent in. But one of the questions that I personally want to know right away is, what's the difference between juicing and blending? Uh, fiber. When you juice, you're not getting the fiber. Okay, so is there an advantage to juicing over blending? I just find personally that it's more palatable for me to juice, and then I use I still get the fiber because I use it in other creative ways. What's left? But right. The pulp. So I, I ferment a lot of my pulp. I bake muffins with it. Um, I add it to other things. I sometimes use leftover pulp to make raw crackers in my dehydrator. So there's other creative ways to use the pulp. And so for me, it's just personal preference. All right. So I like this topic here with equipment because a lot of people don't know where to start or what they should be using. So what can we, what can you help a be, maybe a beginner understand about what to use for juicing? Sure. I have a champion juicer. Um, so it's a, a rotating blade. Um, there are definitely um, higher price models and lower price units on the market. That just is what I ended up with. And I'm pretty happy with it. You know, I, I don't have to do a lot of prep to use the Champion champion Juicer. It's got a fairly wide mouth on it. Um, I, I would just say that you need to get something, uh, you need to get a juicer that's extracting most of the juice because some of the really low-end models, the pulp is, is really, really wet and so you're losing all of that. Can you find different, you can find different ranges of prices and quality? I'd imagine you get what you pay for when it comes to juicing. You get what you pay for. You know, there, there's a time to save money and then there's a time to, to bite the bullet and get the best. And, you know, the champion wasn't the top of the line best because you can spend six or $800 on a juicer. And the champion, I think, was about 250 So it was I'm definitely a middle-of-the-road juicer. But, and I'll upgrade at some point probably to a Breville, um, but I'm pretty happy with this for now. You can find them used, um, you know, it's just a, a really nice little use unit. Another topic that we want to cover is wheatgrass and greens. Uh, what can you tell us about these important nutrients? Actually, in thinking about what we were going to talk about, I realized I'm kind of the appliance queen. Um, <laughs> I have also a Vitamix blender. So the, the deal with wheatgrass is, I grow my own. I grow about 10 trays at a time. And you can buy wheatgrass juicers that are hand units, or you can buy an attachment for a ju- for many of the juicers that just does wheatgrass. The attachments for the electric juicers are very expensive, and the hand uh, unit for the wheatgrass, there's just a lot of cleanup. There's a lot of prep time. There's a lot of cleanup. You have to totally disassemble the machines, and it's... It's something that it's such a pain that after a period of time, I think people slack off and stop using them. Um, I have a really easy way to process wheatgrass. I can do a full tray at a time. I throw it in my Vitamix blender. I put in about a cup of coconut water. I blend it. I put it through a strainer. And then I use the liquid that I get from that to process the next tray of wheatgrass and the next tray and the next tray. So by the time I'm done, I have pretty concentrated wheatgrass juice, and I freeze it in ice cube trays and throw it in my morning smoothie. Fantastic. So what? how do you grow the wheatgrass? What does that look like? Oh, wheatgrass is really easy to grow. You go to a nursery, you buy uh, their nursery trays, which are about uh, 
10 inches by 18 inches. And um, what I do is I put a little piece of um, that uh, landscape cloth on the bottom, about half an inch of dirt. It doesn't require much dirt. Soak my seeds overnight. I buy wheat, the summer wheat berries. You can buy all different varieties. That's the one that I prefer the flavor on. I buy a 50-pound bag of organic wheat berries, but you can get them in small quantities or quite often you can find them in bulk bins. So you soak them overnight um, with a, a tablespoon of food-grade peroxide to inhibit mold. You spread them out on the on the tray, and within a week, you've got perfect wheatgrass. So it's only a week. That's uh, pretty quick, isn't it? That is pretty quick. And even in the wintertime, you can grow it on your kitchen counter, and it doesn't require a lot of sunlight. You know, it would be nice if it had got a little light coming in. The more light you get, the greener your grass is going to get. Right. Um, and then you can, it, after a week, it'll be about seven or eight inches tall. And so that's the premium wheatgrass. Sometimes, uh, some people do let it grow a second and third time and then harvest again. Um, I tend to just do it once and then start over. So what are we, you doing here? Are you just chopping it off with scissors? You just cut, yeah, you hold the tops in bunches. You cut it off with scissors. I throw it in my Vitamix with a little bit of coconut water and blend it up. And actually doing that, doing it that way, I put it through a, a strainer, and the pulp that you're left with when you're done is almost white. So it's extracted, you know, all but a tiny percentage of the nutrients. So how come, can you just, would you be able to chop that wheatgrass off and drop it in your morning smoothie instead of... Um, yeah. It's not a good idea to consume the actual uh, fibers of wheatgrass. Okay. It's it's not digestible, and it tends to if you drink if you consume a lot of it, it tends to ball up in your stomach. All right, that's good to know. Yeah. No, it's just the juice you want, and it's you know just packed with nutrients. We're coming right back with Debbie with some more questions talking about juicing. Exploring Mind and Body with Drew Taddea, brought to you in part by DNALifeCoaching.com. You know what to do in order to reach your goals. You just don't do it yourself. Why are your dreams and wishes always waiting on the back burner? Don't just be, be your best. Contact Natalie today at DNALifeCoaching.com. Welcome back to Exploring Mind and Body. We're talking to Debbie. We have an interview on today, and we're talking all about juicing. So we have equipment. We went over wheatgrass. We have some more important topics we'd like to cover. And this one here is fermenting. Debbie, what can you tell us about fermenting the pulp? I, I juice my apples, my beets, um, and uh, cabbage. I, I also juice red and green cabbage. I juice that first, and I save that pulp. And I ferment it. Um, my preferred method of fermenting is to add a, about half a cup of whey to the mix. Um, you can either turn it into a sauerkraut type ferment. Um, one of my favorite things to do with it is to add um, anise seed and cinnamon. And then what I end up with is a really nice uh, raw fermented relish that I can use on roasted veggies. Wow. That sounds delicious. Yeah. So... Making sauerkraut and fermenting is, is really easy. Primarily, it's based on adding salt. And you do need some salt to inhibit um, mold growth. 
Um, but I like to minimize the salt, and I only use uh, the Himalayan sea salt. In a normal ferment, you would start out with four to six tablespoons of salt. I use half a cup of whey because I make my own cheese, or I, I strain yogurt to get the whey, and I use that whey with one tablespoon of salt to get it going, just to minimize my salt intake. In a normal fermenting process, you would use your six to eight tablespoons of of salt in with a head of cabbage. Uh, you would cut the cabbage up really fine. You massage it a bit to release the juice. Um, you would pack it in either a, a fermenting jar, or I use the uh, two-liter uh, mason canning jars, and you just pack it in nice and tight, and then you make sure that the liquid covers the top of the of the produce, cabbage or beets or whatever you're doing. If the vegetables haven't released enough juice, you would add a little bit of water. Like I understand the benefits of fermented food, so yeah, I always like talking about that topic. I just, I prefer to, I don't generally tend to make cabbage sauerkraut. I, I prefer to make it into relish because we eat a lot of roasted veggies. So I like to make it into a relish type condiment. So let's move on. Our next topic is vacuum sealing. So this is oh this is this is my favorite part of juicing. <laughs> you know, people tend, and I am the same as everybody else. If something is ridiculously expensive, takes a huge amount of time, and is inconvenient, you tend not to stick with it. So I try to make my workflow with juicing and fermenting as easy and as painless as possible, so that I'll stick with it and and you know be doing it ten years from now as often as I'm doing it now. So I juice. And because juicing is um, a bit labor-intensive and it definitely is messy, um, I buy four, four to five banana boxes full of fruits and veggies a week. I juice it all up at the same time. I put it into mason jars, and you can buy all different size mason jars. I prefer wide-mouth one-pint jars. Um, I have a Food Saver vacuum sealer that you can readily get anywhere. You can get them at Costco, you can get them at London Drugs, you can get them all over the place, any department store or hardware store. And you can get an attachment for that that is um, specifically a mason jar attachment. So it just plugs into the front of the food saver. It's got a kind of a bell lid that goes over the lid of the mason jar, and it vacuum seals the juice in the mason jars. Oh, wow. That sounds like a you know, pretty good plan to, to suck all that air out. Yeah, you're going to lose a little bit of nutrition from it, but it's not bad because without the, the air in the jar, your juice is not oxidizing, so it's, it's losing minimal nutrition. So I do a week's worth. So, and then you carry, those, you carry those around with you, so you're never without your juice? I am never without my juice. Right now, I'm, I mentioned I'm in the in the, the big truck with my husband and I we're going to be gone for eight days. I've got eight days worth of juice. <laughs> so for me, eight days worth of juice is uh, 24 pints. Oh, wow. So you're drinking juice all day. I drink, yeah, three pints a day. Serious about your juicing. <laughs> I am serious about my juicing. Yeah. If, if, I, if I have a day where I run out of juice and it's just been a, you know, my schedule has been really crazy and I don't have juice, I feel the difference. I really feel the difference. Um, so, yeah, that vacuum sealer attachment is amazing. I talked to so many people that juice, and nobody's ever thought of doing it that way. And for me, it's it's kind of a no-brainer. You know, it's got to be, 
yeah, by buying my produce all in bulk because I get it wholesale um, from a, an organic produce supplier in Vancouver, um, I'm saving money. I'm saving time because I only have clean up, the cleanup to do once and juicing to do once rather than doing it every day. Um, and, yeah, that, that vacuum sealer just makes it all doable. <laughs> okay, well, that's a great tip for listeners. Debbie, we have to take a, one more commercial break, so stay with us on the line. And listeners, stay right there. We'll be right back uh, with Debbie, and we're talking about juicing. Exploring mind and body with True Form's Drew Tadia would not be possible without the help from the following sponsors. AG Foods in Didsbury, Health Street in the Cornerstone Shopping Center Olds, and Shoppers Drug Mart, working together to help build a healthier tomorrow. For more information on True Form Life, Drew Tadia, or to find out how you can become a sponsor, visit exploringmindandbody.com. Welcome back to Exploring Mind and Body. Today we're interviewing Debbie Kishnef. Kishnef? How'd I do? You did perfect. Oh, thank you. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, and we're talking about juicing. And Debbie's actually on the road drinking juice right now, if you could imagine. But she's definitely an expert in juicing. She she gave us some fantastic tips of equipment. And we talked about wheatgrass, fermenting, and even a, a nice little tip about vacuum sealing. Uh, we're going to end things off here with fruit and veggie ratios because I think this is important for people to understand, you know, how to how to combine their fruits and vegetables and what ratios to use. So, Debbie, take it away. Enlighten us. Um, my personal preference, because you want to minimize um, the sugar content, is to go 80% veggies, 20% juice, uh, fruit. Um, but there... When you first start out juicing, you kind of are a purist. You know, you maybe you'll look online, you'll see some recipes, and it'll be cucumber melon delight. And, you know, there's two or three ingredients in the juice. And that's fine when you're starting out. But I find, for me personally, as I've gotten into it, my palate has changed, and so I'm not concerned about the juice always being sweet. So sometimes my juice is really sour. Sometimes it's bitter. Um, sometimes it's a little bit sweet, but I try to stick to that 80% veggie ratio. And I find that the longer I've been juicing, um, the fewer flavors, I'm going to say in quotes, um, I do. Because my juice tends to be a combination of everything from, from carrots and celery to red cabbage um, to beet greens to spinach to kale. And, and so I'm not concerned with identifying a flavor to my juice. I just want as much as much and as varied nutrients in there as I can possibly get. Where did the 80-20 ratio come from? Is that something normal, the norm in the industry? Is that something that you came up with? How does that work? No, most people most people when they start juicing tend to make want to make their juice sweet. But actually nutritionally um, just from research that I've done 80% veggie is is kind of your prime spot because otherwise you're getting too much sugar. You have to remember that if you're having juice and the juice that you're consuming in one sitting has 10 apples in it, that's a lot of sugar. You'd maybe want the juice of one apple, but then you'd want the spinach and the kale and the beet greens and the chard and the cabbage. 
Um, and then keep in mind, you know, people have to do a little bit of due diligence to research it a bit. But beets have sugar, carrots have sugar, so even some of the veggies have sugar. So just kind of keep that in mind and be aware of the sugar content and try to minimize it. Um, if you're making juice with things that tend to be a little bit bitter, one spear of pineapple kind of cuts that and takes the edge off the bitterness. So you have to play with it a bit and you have to find what suits your palate. Just keep in mind that you don't want to OD on sugar in the meantime. <laughs> Can you give us your favorite juicing recipe? My favorite is, is cucumber, celery, carrot, and red cabbage. Um, we're running out of time here. I want to give you a chance to uh, talk about Jump Up and Go Go. It's a fantastic company, and I've had a chance to uh, sample some of your products uh, myself. So let us know what you're doing with that and, and what it is. Jump Up and Go Go is a line of raw superfoods uh, blends that you would use as a smoothie booster. So, like in the original uh, blend, it's cacao, maca, goji berries, acai berries hemp protein powder, wheatgrass juice powder, and bee pollen. Um, I do have a vegan version with no pollen, a gluten-free version with no wheatgrass. Uh, and then I have a greens blend that also has, uh, it's a greens blend based on algae, not on veggies. So it contains, among other things, spirulina and something called E3 Live. And I have a warm anti-inflammatory superfood blend that's uh, chaga mushrooms, mesquite, turmeric, noni, and coconut water powder. Mm, fantastic. Yeah. So we've got the one warm one. The rest of them are all something you would use to boost up the nutrition and the uh, levels of all the micronutrients and trace minerals in your morning smoothie or juice. And so you have more information on what website? www.jumpupandgogo.com. Okay, I'll link that to the show notes as well. Debbie, I know you're on the road and we're running out of time here, so I just want to thank you. I really appreciate your time and, uh, I mean, your enthusiasm and, and you as a person. <laughs> I told you before, I always hear good things about you and your reputation certainly precedes you when I met you in person and you're always willing to offer me advice and help me in business and in life. So thank you so much for, for that and everything you do. Oh, thank you. After we lost mom, I was worried about dad living alone in that big house, but I couldn't imagine him being happy anywhere else. But then Jenny, our comfort keeper, helped to make things right. Across the country or across town, comfort keepers like Jenny provide in-home care for just a few hours a week or on an extended basis. Serving Red Deer in central Alberta, 347-3730 or reddeer.comfortkeepers.ca. Right, so that's going to wrap up this episode of Exploring Mind and Body. And I just want to thank Debbie again for coming on. She really is a great person. And, you know, you, you're in the industry and I guess just walking around life. And sometimes it seems like it's difficult to meet really good, genuine, sincere people. And Debbie's, you know, absolutely one of them. So uh, she has Jump Up and Go Go. It's is a successful business and they're moving forward with that. You can check out the show links. I'll, I'll link up that for you. And, and, and I hope some of that juicing tips helps because juicing is definitely a fantastic way to get nutrients in your body. At Complete Truth Protein, we're, we're moving forward and we're going to try to help you guys, uh, our Exploring Mind and Body listeners. Um, I just want to reward you for, for, for your attention and for, for helping us out and me out moving forward. So I want to offer you guys um, 15% off on ex, uh, 
CompleteTruthProtein.com. The coupon code is EMB for exploring mind and body. So that's just, I use that every day. That's a whole food supplement. Sometimes if you don't have a chance to get a whole meal in, if you're looking for something clean without additives or preservatives, this is just food. And it, that's that's difficult for a lot of people to understand. But we use hemp parts, quinoa, maca, and stevia. So it's a fantastic way to get nutrients in your body. So you can head over to completetruthprotein.com if you're interested in checking that out. Uh, that's it. I want to I want to get moving. I just ran a 10K um, my first time. I'm pretty excited about that. I'll talk about that in another show. And uh, I, yeah, I just want to thank you for your time. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for sending your notes in and sharing the show in, in comments. If you have any suggestions for topics, be sure to get a hold of us. Send, send us a note um, and let us know how we can improve the show. Uh, I want to thank Jameson Brown for his production and everything he does with the show. And uh, that's it. That's all I got. I'm out of here. As always, I'm your host, Drew Tadia, in health and fitness for a better world. Thanks for listening. You've been listening to Exploring Mind and Body with True Form Life's Drew Tadia, fitness expert. To find out more about the show, Drew Tadia, or to listen to past shows, visit exploringmindandbody.com. Exploring Mind and Body with True Form Life's Drew Tadia would not be possible without the help of GDK Gravel and Sand. GDK Gravel and Sand, now offering all products in half and one yard bags. Give them a call today for more information. 1-877-335-2091.